another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that magical five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe. That's right. Right below Joe, you can do it. I know he's he wishing you a happy Easter as and Passover and, and Ramadan, you know, by saying please subscribe today so you get the latest notifications. I'm pretty he's got that face already. So you get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with all of our great shows, whether it's the post games, whether it's Lakers Snack Pack, Lakers History 101. Do you know your Lakers trivia? NBA observations, and more. Go ahead and check it out right here at the Lakers Fast Break by subscribing today. We're 550 subscribers strong, and we're getting even more and more. So go ahead and join the fun each and every time out by subscribing today. Plus also as well, if you could like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, the Lakers Fast Break, LakersBall.com. Simblades, Simblades with the Y.com. If you want your lawn transformed into something much more magical than it is today, Magic Man in the morning, every Friday morning, right there for you. I think the time better would probably be eight o'clock Pacific time, 11 o'clock. I think that's probably a better workout for us. We'll probably move into time a little bit later, but still, Magic Man in the morning for all your morning fun every Friday morning, right there for you on the Lakers Fast Break channel. Plus Lakerholics.com and our good friend, shout out to Stone Hansen. Hope he's feeling better. Go ahead and check him out today on the Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast. And if you could support all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, the Lakers coming into a game where everybody, and I mean everybody in the league, was playing early today so we could all just see what was going on for those last few positions, playoff plan what would the lakers do would they actually be able to go ahead and sneak into a playoff spot would they be you know maybe in a play-in what's the scenario as we were saying on some of our snack packs this past weekend well i'll tell you what going into today's game against the utah jazz utah was resting even more people than they were on wednesday but yet that didn't seem to face the lakers at all as the lakers came in and just gave what we could just have to say was an, another uninspired performance for three and a half quarters. Once again, waiting until the last moments, until they started to separate themselves. LeBron James hitting from three on a couple of occasions from almost near half court. Scoring, obviously increasing his all-time scoring lead. 36 points, six rebounds, six assists. But again, he seemed aggravated you know didn't seem motivated just the team didn't seem to have that je ne sais quoi once again as far as the type of uh you know aggression that you need inspiration i don't know just didn't seem inspired at all except for anthony davis anthony davis came to play and he was irritated you could see in his face that the way the rest of the team was allowing utah this utah team which is kelly olenic and a bunch of guys that they've got mainly from the g league they kept them in the game for most of the game. And Utah even took a lead at a couple points during the game. But the Lakers, again, halfway through the fourth quarter, started to turn it on. 
and they pull away for a 128 to 117 victory. And again, another uninspiring performance. Is this, as what we say on the show, a precursor to what may happen in the play-in of the playoffs? I certainly hope not. I certainly hope that they give a better effort for four quarters than what we saw today. But here today, to go ahead and talk about today's game, are got two great co-hosts so far. Maybe more will join. We'll see. But we've got a lot of stuff planned for you over the next few days as well. Good man indeed. He is the host of the Friday morning Magic Man in the Morning. Magic Man in the Morning. Great show that's right there for you at the Lakers Fast Break YouTube channel. It is the Magic Man, Sean Grice. And Magic Man, you were here. You headed up our playback, playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. A big shout out to the great crew, Nick Molina, Joe Stone, Howard Hill, everybody who's been a part of our coverage, plus also the tremendous chat room that we've had. Great ideas. The horror movies that they were ask, asking us to go ahead and pick, that was a great uh, thing out there. FL24, Devotion, you know, just, just a whole gang there. Aussie, Schwags, Lanimal, just the whole crew there was just tremendous. Your thoughts, though, on today's game, because everything that was going on in the chat seemed more inspired than what we saw for three and a half quarters of today's game. Yes, Gerald, it it, it really was. It was completely inspired. It was uninspired. It was. Uh, I, I would almost quantify it as a tacit laziness, basically just walking walking through the daisies and just they cut it to five, you extend it to nine. They cut it to four, you extend it to twelve. They cut it to two, and that's when they finally decided to get their butts in gear and finally just put it away. But you're right, Joe. You commented throughout the first half that they should have been up by 20. Yeah. And easily. then easily, because it was Kelly Olenek and the G-Leaguers. And we basically had the AD experience and everybody else. That was That was it. He was he was Jimi Hendrix and the band barely even showed up. So it's up for his effort, 16, 13, 3, 4, and 4. He was all over the stat sheet. Um, he seemed to be focused from the tip as well. Uh, other than his effort and LeBron shooting 8 of 14 from deep, which I think 14 shots from deep is the most he's taken all year, I think, in a game. Yeah. And so he made eight of them. So he, they wanted to turn him into a volume shooter, or he decided to do it, and he made most of them. So he just was pissed off that he, he was had to play four quarters. He was obnoxious. It was obnoxious focus for LeBron. He he he. You could tell he did not want to be out there. But uh, I mean, they needed they needed him to pull them through because. 97 shots you shot 18 of 45 from three if you're not getting the the shooting volume out of lebron tonight you would have been disgustingly bad it would have been 10 of 29 which is you know about less than 30 percent so this was just an awful game uh you know I, I unfortunately i missed friday because i was uh having uh easter festivities with my family so oh, you were having easter. a life oh that's not possible man you just gotta stop that gotta stop that <laughs> happy easter happy passover happy ramadan to uh all our uh friends out there but Absolutely. uh Agreed. but um again 
this weekend. Not a great Jeez, weekend. Jesus, is there, is there an awards time for all your thinking? Jesus, guys, killing me over here. Uh, you're wrong. Right. Obviously, you're right. obviously you're right. he found a crack egg. I can't. I can't knock on Joe right now because he looks so boss with that I'd shirt like, on. So. I'd like to thank the Prime Minister of England. I'd like to thank the Chancellor of France. Oh, I I mean, come on, guys, you're killing me a, over here. I wasn't thanking anybody. <laughs> I was just wishing them a happy, a happy Easter, whatever they celebrate. That guy right there. That guy. That guy. Okay. <laughs> but I will say though that. Uh, you know, the Lakers just for three and a half quarters, very uninspired outside of AD. AD was hustling. AD was mad with that. His teammates were not giving a hundred percent effort. He, you can see him at times. He was, I thought he was going to do a Rudy Gobert who went after Kyle Anderson in their game. I thought he was going to do something similar in this game. Cause there was a, you know, they called a timeout and he just was going to this bench and he looked really, really angry today. And you could see it. Uh, you could see in his face that he was not happy he was playing all four quarters today. But also here today to talk about today's game. Good man indeed. you got to go ahead and check him out at Simblades, SimbladesWithAY.com if you need a new lawn and you're in the Southern California area. And also it's Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. It is Joe Sorrow. And Joe, now that with the new signings of Shaq Harrison and Tristan Thompson, Vegas has now shot us up to be the favorites in the NBA for the title. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just uh, was got delusional there for a second. Must have been the eggs or something. But it is, of course, the Lakers. You know, we've seen now, what, two or three performances in a row that are very concerning as far as the lack of effort. Uh, I, I, You know, heading into the play-in, this is not exactly the way you – yes, they won the games. And you say win is a win, but you cannot be impressed with what you've seen heading into the play-in. After such a up-and-down season and such inspiring just – just a week ago, we were talking about how this team looks so motivated and inspired. Yeah, it doesn't matter at this point. We're over this. Uh, the next game is going to be the pre-playoff game, and then we're going to find out after that if they're going to continue this lackadaisical energy. The lackadaisical energy has been there all year with different rosters and different situations and injuries and not injuries uh you know we we live in a society of excuses uh more than i think ever ever uh and if you're going to continue to make an excuse and and we've been getting a lot of emails from our our fans about these excuses and i'm gonna sorry to say fellas uh and, and ladies uh your excuses hold zero water because either that whether this team is fully healthy, which pr- pretty much they are now and have been for a while, whether they had Westbrook, whether they had AD out, whether they had LeBron out, whether they were screwed by the rest, whether they screwed up at the end of games, whether they miss free throws, whether they make free throws, whether they make a game-winning shot, it doesn't matter. It's the same energy, game in and game out. Maybe it's time for all of you to understand that maybe this is just who they are. Okay, because really the the game before it isn't isn't like the game in front of it. It seems like these days there's no consistency there, right? There's a one game you're 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 scoring 140 points, the other game and, and winning by five, six, seven points, and the next game against an inferior team you're getting blown out by 20. So I, I don't I don't know what the consistency that we're looking for is, but I don't think this team really they're consistently inconsistent. Maybe that's not the right word either. 
they're consistently uninterested. Yeah. I think if if you had a, a word to use, this is the this this could this can be a very uninterested team, which is kind of mind-boggling to me, considering almost everyone on this team, other than a few guys, are going into their contract season. Because you would think part of the trade going through and being amazed at that that uh, Rob was able to get a bunch of expiring contracts that had talent was, man, these guys are going to come out guns a blazing and they're going to be playing with all this effort to, to try to get their money. Uh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen, I mean, D'Lo's been showing a little bit, but he's been hurt a lot. Uh, Vando, I'd say maybe out of, out of the crew, uh, the new crew is, is showing me promise that I think he's going to get better. Beasley sort of coming out of his shell, which, I wasn't really too surprised with that. That happens with guys that shoot. I remember we got on KCP for that for a couple of years where he just hit these slumps and you just you just couldn't get out of them. And then when he would get out of them, it was it was, you know, it was uh, you know, he was an asset. So we we are going to then, you know, this is what's gonna happen here. And, and, and again, we're hoping we're wrong. Yes, we do hope we're wrong. If they click it on after the play-in. When they're really in the playoffs, and what does that mean? Clicking on winning the first round, yeah, they beat Memphis or Denver in the first round, yeah. I'll I'll eat crow on that and uh, and say even though I didn't predict anything, but I'll say you know what, maybe uh, maybe they know what they're doing, but I'm not gonna hold my breath. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me. Wow, man. Nice. I I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win 128 to 117. Sean, let me get it back to you, my friend, as the games are finally finishing up. The last game, which is going to be Timberwolves beating the Pelicans by three to five points. Looks like as they close out this game. You also had Golden State destroying Portland by 56. The Clippers beating Suns. They were actually down most of that fourth quarter and actually snuck it out in the end on the road at Phoenix. So they beat Phoenix there. And then, of course, like I mentioned before, the Timberwolves look like they're going to go ahead and beat the Pelicans. They're up by four with 20 seconds left. Actually, by three, excuse me, with a timeout with 20 seconds left. So that game's not fully done done, but they are up by three. So can't say 100% what the matchups are. But right now, it's looking at like the Lakers' seventh place. So they are going to host either the Timberwolves or the New Orleans Pelicans. Your thoughts on that, my friend, because simply right now, you know, they're going to be here Tuesday night. We're going to be here Tuesday night. But I still feel like, you know, had something gone right for us as far as continuously at any point in time this season could have been so much more uh, yeah it you know it could have been so much more Gerald you you like you could play hindsight and go you know 
if uh, Nemhard doesn't hit a shot, if Kleber doesn't hit a shot, if uh, they call a foul on, on Jason you know, Tatum in Boston, yeah. Joe often goes back to the Denver game. Well, the Philadelphia you know, game, the game where they the, the Houston, Denver game, the, the Houston. Yeah. Hold on, Joe. Hold on. The Houston game where you sat AD unnecessarily again. So there, there's been a handful of games here where you just dropped, and if you won one of them, you would have been ahead of the Warriors and not in a playing position. But we find ourselves where we find ourselves, Gerald, and that's a combination of poor free throw through. Let's start with what we can control. The poor free throw shooting in some of those games was yeah. inexcusable, especially down the stretch, 100%. That, that's on the players. That's not on hand. Ham made a few questionable decisions down the stretches of these games. Uh, you know, he's improved a little bit from a, from a rotation perspective, but not from a game management as far as I'm concerned. And the officiating has been absolutely atrocious, so we can point to that as well. But the fact is, Gerald and the Lakers fast break have been talking about this all year. We've just let games slip out of our fingers. Just you had them, and you watched them slip out. And this is the result. Now you got to win a playing game. And go ahead, Joe. You wanted to comment on the Denver game out. Yeah. Make a bigger point. Free throws at the end of the game. I I can see that that that's you know that's a performance issue. Okay. You missed the free throws. You missed the last shot. You didn't play. A, you didn't cover your guy, and he made us a basket. That's that's part of the game to a degree. But when you submit the win, that that's a different mindset. And that Denver game and that Houston game uh, essentially cost us a fifth seed, not just a sixth seed, a fifth seed. We should be in fifth seed. Now, some people are going to be saying, well, if we played Phoenix at four, that's a problem. Yeah, you're probably right on that. But that goes back to, again, if you don't have those that mentality, you probably win three or four more of those. And then you're sitting in the four or the three, but we're going to find out here. They're going to, they're going to, if they beat the Pelicans, they're going to, they're going to solidify the seventh seed, which means they're going to play Memphis. You beat Memphis. Now you're going to face the winner of. Um, the eighth Sacra- seed. Cause the Lakers Sacra- have the seventh seed. What was that? The Lakers have the seventh seed. You said solidify the seventh seed. Uh, the, if, if Minnesota wins, they would get the eighth seed. And face off against the Lakers at home at the Crypt on Tuesday. Who have the seventh seed? I, I, I said that they get the seventh seed. No, the Minnesota. If never mind, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, oh. I'll clear it up here in a second. Let, let we'll let the game finish. Maybe maybe you should you should clear your stuff up. Maybe I know what I said. You should clear your stuff. I said that Lakers, if they beat the Pelicans, are getting the seventh seed. They solidified oh, the seventh seed. All right, okay. I said Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota is reporting now that Rudy Gobert has been sent home by the team and his availability for their play-in game is undetermined at this point. Oh, it's it'll be determined two days come out. Here's, okay. Here's, yeah, they're going to they're not So if you beat if play. if you go if you get the 7th seed and you beat Memphis, that means you're face you're going to face the winner of the 3rd seed and the winner of the, the Warriors and the Kings. Right. So my you're gonna face the, the if you beat Memphis, you're gonna face the Warriors in the second round. That's that's how I'm and, looking at that. And Minnesota just created a turnover for themselves. Uh, they just threw the uh, stepped out of bounds, Anthony Edwards. So with ten seconds left, Pelicans are down by three. 
So they got to make that interesting. Unbelievable indeed. CJ McCollum missed a layup. And I guess uh, New Orleans gets an offensive team rebound because it went out of bounds. So yeah, that's uh, yeah going down to the wire there. But uh, getting back to our talk as far as the game is concerned today, Sean, you've got to be really concerned. I mean, this is, again, another uninspired performance. The Lakers were motivated. They had the best defense for the past two months in the league. They were really, they had LeBron coming back. You know, AD was starting to really look in form. You had these pieces that are better fits. Uh, I don't Gerald, think Gerald, it, it needs to be reported here. There's a report now that uh, McDaniels has fractured his hand and will be unavailable for the playing game against the Lakers. Wow, There's video great. of him punching a wall, and uh, it looks like McDaniels is fr- So the seams are coming apart here with the Minnesota Timberwolves. It, let's be honest here, Gerald. There is 10 seconds left, but if the Lakers can't win this playing game this year and get involved themselves into the seventh seed, what are we talking about? The Wolves are coming apart. They want to kill each other. They're not going to be prepared to play us on 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 Tuesday. It's just not feasible. So I, I really think that they need to cut the crap here and just finish this off and prepare start preparing for Memphis on Wednesday morning. A lifted's asking Joe, Joe, why is Ham still the coach? I can't do this again next year. We talked about this uh, lifted. We talked about this on playback. I don't know why you fire Frank Vogel for basically getting maybe someone a hair bit worse than Vogel. At least Vogel had an identity on one side of the game, which is defense. And he was a company guy, and he seemed to be pretty put together in terms of his emotions. And the guy won you a championship. <laughs> you, you, you won it. There's only been four coaches in, in, in Laker history that have won a championship, and he's one of them. Why would you get rid of him unless you were going to go get Jay Wright or, or or Quinn Snyder? Why the hell did you get someone worse? So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. It doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. I, set aside the rookie thing. Okay, he's a rookie coach, but I've seen plenty of rookie coaches win championships. I've seen plenty of coaches come in a month in or two months in and win a championship. This is not, you know, coaching the NBA is a difficult position to be in. But if you kind of know what you're doing, you can get past this rookie stuff, never having been here before stuff. This is, it's, it's the NBA is different than any league when it comes to talent. Talent shows itself right away. It doesn't waste too much time. And he's he just doesn't know how, let me put it this way. Forget about the X's and O's. Forget about rookie coach. You tell me what what this team constantly looks like they're uninspired. What is the job of the coach to do in any sport? Number one, have your team prepared. He doesn't look like he can prepare this team. He can't motivate them. He can't inspire them. He can't figure out a way to get guys in their best spots. So what is he good for then? What's, What's the point of him being a coach here? If he can't do that, is it just wait for LeBron to dribble and wait for AD to clean up everyone's crap? The reason why AD was angry tonight is because no one was helping him. He was guarding like three guys. Except the only difference this time is he doesn't have Caruso and KCP and Kuzma backing him up. 
Everyone else is just sitting there with their thumb up their butt. So what? that's the job of the coach if those guys are not going to do what they're supposed to do then, right? Isn't that what he's supposed to do? Like, hey, what the hell are you doing? I mean, how much better would your number one guy be if you call a timeout and you chastise someone, whether it's Reeves or Vanderbilt or Beasley, like, what the hell are you doing? Didn't you just see AD guard your guy and then guard Austin's guy and then guard his guy? And on top of that, he couldn't get to his guy and this guy dumped on him. Of course he's angry because he's like, you want me to do everything? I mean, come on. We don't win the game tonight unless AD played the way he played tonight. That's the other thing. We don't win tonight unless AD played that way. So I I do want to mention that the Minnesota Timberwolves did win. They did beat the New Orleans Pelicans. So we are meeting them uh, on Tuesday at the Crypt. Minnesota is coming in. So New Orleans falls to ninth in the Western Conference, and they will be facing off against Oklahoma City. Sean, we now finally have the Western Conference standings filled out. It looks like, again, the Lakers are starting the play-in on Tuesday at the Crypt. Joe and I, at the end of the show, will brighten your day because we will spend maybe 10 minutes laughing at the New Orleans Pelicans because they officially have a worse record than we do. And You guys need to do a short about that. Let's be honest about yes. it. You that, is the bright, be- that is the bright light of the day, is that despite the uninspired play by the Lakers, we still finished ahead of the Pelicans. The pick is gone. It's over. Bye. This today, at this moment, right now at 11, 311 p.m., that AD trade, even though it was already 100% before then, but it was solidified at this moment that that trade was 100% the right call. Because now you have a first-round pick that you're keeping exactly where it is. Look, we are playing a team of young men on Tuesday who can't control their emotions. Joe Joe was talking about this very topic on playback. Unfortunately, because of that, their best perimeter defender got in his feelings and punched a wall. And now he will be unavailable in the most important game of the year for his team because he decided he was going to be selfish and do something stupid. Ladies and gentlemen and young people out there, if you're if your children are in athletics or you're a coach or or some kind of uh, mentor, teach young men to control themselves. The, there's something about a monster being able to control themselves. That's the greatest monster in the world is when a man is able to control his emotions and fight through the adversity and the obstacles without letting it get to his mind. And this team cannot do that. And they're coming in weak into the play-in. The Lakers should crush. No, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying, Joe. A wounded animal is the most dangerous animal. Do not underestimate the fact that the teams are coming apart, but you should be able to just destroy them. They're They're not in a good place as a team fundamentally speaking they're cracking chris finch is probably going to lose his job if the they, lakers but they, if still the Laker, won. they still won they still won by the skin of their teeth a broken clock is right twice a day there's an old saying okay you don't know what goes on behind closed doors and you really don't but now we do know 
Joe. Now, we do know what's going on behind closed doors in Minnesota. They all hate each other. They can't get along in a sandbox, and this is going to cost Chris Finch's job. But the Lakers got to take care of business. Absolutely. I mean, right now, that's the key thing, and they cannot underestimate this team, you know, you, you, especially you talk, the way they've been playing lately. Yeah, Joe, you're the one who talks a lot about, you know, young, uh, the entitlement and um, the lack of lack of respect and lack of um, uh, self-respect in society. I think the, the Wolves are, are at the top of the list as, as far as uh, that goes. Oh, absolutely. You, you know, Rudy Gobert, what was it, uh, three years ago, didn't get picked to be, I think it was on the first NBA, uh, all-NBA team, and it, he started crying uh, while he was being interviewed. I'm like, the f- what the, what, really? You, you, like, what? what is this? And then he was also the schmuck who was touching the, the microphones during COVID, <sighs> right? I mean... Do we need to explain any more than that? The bad decision makers, bad guys that that just don't understand what it takes to be a leader and win. Have have how about this? Forget about being a leader. How about being professional? Mm. You're a professional athlete. Mm. Be a professional. That's your profession. When you put it on your little whatever marking of what you do, professional basketball player. You're a professional. You're getting paid to do what you do. And yet these guys act like children. And I and I know why. Because we, society, maybe not me, I don't I don't do that, but we as a society hold these guys up like this. Why? They're just playing basketball, guys. Commend them for basketball. Okay, commend them for their achievement there. But the the problem happens after that. It's around that. Kissing their butts here, kissing their butts there, telling them they're great. Why? Because most of those people are trying to get something out of them. That's why they're kissing their rear ends. Everybody has a, a, a an angle, right? Well, over time, you know, you start telling everybody, kids growing up, these are the, the new kids that have grown up. You know, nothing's your fault. It's the school. It's the teacher. It's society. It's what people did in four, you know, uh, 40 years ago. That's why you're in this situation. Like, Everybody just kept building excuse after excuse after excuse. And no wonder you see these excuses coming out now as these guys get older and become adults and don't are not mature. They're not mature because they you don't become mature in this world unless you know what the word accountability is. If you don't know what accountability is, and you know this from all the trashy TV that people watch, all those Beverly Hills, you know what's I'm not gonna say it, Gerald, so you don't get all weird. So you know, this this kind of stuff, you keep embedding it in, in the society's psyche. Joe, like, Joe, Joe's talking about the real housewives of garden tools. Yeah, there you go. For good, excellent, excellent word phrase there, Sean. That was perfect. So you cannot be surprised that this is what you've created. Now, how this plays into the Lakers playing Minnesota, finally understood what the hell you were talking about, Gerald. I, I finally got it. I wasn't anticipating Minnesota winning this game, so I was thinking about the Pelicans, so thank you. But the Lakers have a, a, a habit of playing down to their competition, or playing down to anything, actually. They play down to a, a bug. So I'm not going to go into this game on Tuesday thinking, oh, the Lakers know McDaniel's out, they know Gobert doesn't like Kyle, and Kyle doesn't like Gobert, and the, the, the coach has lost uh, the team. That, that's not going to mean jack squat because if the Lakers come out. McDaniels like, doesn't like the wall. Yeah, well, uh, 
and I've, I know plenty of guys, dumb guys in my life that have punched windows, walls, plate glass windows. You know. Oh, Gut, Gut, Gus Ferrat takes the cake, slammed his head into the stanchion, yeah, and, almost and broke his neck. Himself. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the it's it's funny too because every time so, you know you think oh well I'm the guy that has anger issues well I'm gonna tell you guys this 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 a couple of things I've never done when I've been very angry number one I've never crashed my car into anything and number two I never put my fist at a wall like that is the the most counterproductive stupid thing you could do when you're angry if if somebody makes you angry enough to want to punch a wall you might as well just go punch the person I mean uh, you, at least get something out of it. Uh, punching a wall, that wall is going to win number one, and then you got to fix it on top of that. And you got to remember that little drywall and paint offset of, of the color. And then, the, you know, someone like me who's kind of OCD with that stuff, that would drive me nuts. But the Lakers have shown no interest other than maybe, coincidentally, against Minnesota, where they were going to play above even their talent, which is, and, and win the game. So, this would be a nice start to the playoffs, Lakers, if you blow out Minnesota in their time of, you know, dissension. Blow them out, and let's go see Memphis, let's go see a young Memphis team, and let's see what you got now. Okay, and- let me go ahead and explain it, though, Joe, because I know there's lots of questions in the chat room on how everything's going out. The Lakers, again, they win today, 128 to 117. They finish at 43 and 39 seventh place in the western conference they host on tuesday night it's going to be a seven o'clock start time it's going to be against the minnesota timberwolves who are the eighth seed if the lakers win that game they're done with the play-in they move on to memphis to start that series this coming weekend so if the lakers win they're done on tuesdays they still get a few days off heading into a weekend matchup against the grizzlies If they lose, they will host another game, I think on Thursday, against the winner of the 9-10 matchup between the Oklahoma City Thunder going against the New Orleans Pelicans. So basically, It would be Friday, Gerald. It'll be Friday. Okay, Friday. So yeah, Friday. So then it'd be a Sunday matchup as far as them going from Friday to Sunday. They would be actually eighth place if that's the case and they lost. So that's not good if the Lakers, then you would be facing Denver on Sunday to start that matchup. And that would not be good if they won that. So if the Lakers win on Tuesday, they just get their business done. They just handle and take care of their business on Tuesday. They go ahead. They still got a few days off before they can start the next uh, phase of the playoffs, the first round against the Memphis Grizzlies. So magic man, we have the situation there. Try to explain it out. Uh, Pelicans are not 10th. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder are 10th. The Pelicans are 9th. The Pelicans will be hosting a game between them and Oklahoma City. Uh, that'll be on Wednesday, I believe. Is that correct, Sean? Yes, Gerald. That would be on Wednesday. So the the, the schedule as of right now would be on uh, April, April uh, 11th. The, the Heat and the Hawks are playing each other for the East clan for the right to be the seventh seed. And now we know that the Lakers and the Wolves will be playing the uh, doubleheader uh, for the right to be the seventh seed in the West. Uh, and the next evening, which will be Wednesday, will be um, the Bulls at, in Toronto for the uh, the play-in game. And then we're going to see the, like you said, the the uh, 
Thunder in New Orleans for, for that particular game as well. Now, if the Lakers lose on Tuesday, again, if they lose on Tuesday, they will host the winner of New Orleans and Oklahoma City, that matchup. They will host the winner of that matchup. But then, you know, that's for eighth place and not seventh place. And so then you would be deciding to go ahead against Denver if that's the case. So, Joe, you have the matchups now. You have the stuff that's in the Western Conference right now. You have the way it lays out. I think the Lakers just need to get it done on Tuesday. No games, no messing around, no uninspiring performances. The playoffs pretty much essentially start now. So there's no more excuses. They cannot play like they've played the past few games, the past three games. That's been very uninspiring as of late. They need to focus. They need to be here and be able to go ahead and win on Tuesday and start strong against Memphis this weekend. Uh. <laughs> You don't sound very confident. Uh, this I'm going to have to see it. I'm going to have to see it. Yeah, I'm going to have to see them. It would be nice for them to have dinner tonight together and go, all right, guys, we've played lackadaisical. We've had a lot of things going on this year. Uh, I think it's time that we start this run on Tuesday. You're never going to get a more wide-open conference. I have never seen a conference this wide open in my 30 plus years of watching the NBA uh, rig rigorously, you know, so we're talking 32 years uh, invested in it, I should say, invested in the, in, in the, in the, in an NBA season. Now that's the first, this is the first time I'm like, I don't, I don't, I could see anyone beating anyone except po possibly maybe if, if the Phoenix was playing, I don't know, uh, Minnesota, right. Um, I can't predict anything, guys. I have to see it. I have to see what happens Tuesday, but then we still need to see it should they win the game and then face Memphis. You know, Memphis has got a lot of young bucks. We do too now. Uh, we're just going to have to see if AD and, and LeBron can stay healthy and, and can lead this team into a, an unprecedented run. We'll see what happens indeed. But once again, the Lakers do win 128 to 117. Sean, again, we're going to be doing a lot of coverage over the course of the week. I'm sure you might have snack packs you might want to do on the fly. We've been great so far. I know John McCallion, he's asked me to go ahead and do an NBA observations tomorrow where we cover the playoffs in general, but that will not stop you, Joe, or anyone else on the team to go ahead and put out as much content for, for you guys and gals out there because we just want as much as we can put out there. If everybody else can do it, so can we. Your thoughts, though, on this week, a very momentous week. I mean, I'm glad we're in the situation where we can talk playing a playoffs because starting out the season two and 10 absolutely sucked. And it looks out, you know, we were, I felt like we all dressed in black because we were almost in mourning, <laughs> like somebody died. And the way this team was, and with the rants that we had throughout the year, and the ups and downs, the games we've lost, whether it's through ourselves or through other, other means. This season has been a roller coaster. You know, I know we say this almost every year, but this season has been a roller coaster almost unlike any other that I've ever yeah. seen. Yes, Gerald, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I agree. And you know, it's um you know, at times we we uh, uh, you know to uh, piggyback off jo what Joe was saying, you know, I think you know, last year really hardened us unfortunately because of because of the bad results you know it uh, you know it just 
kind of using like a like a Ten Commandments analogy, uh, biblical analogy. You know, the the plagues that Moses and uh, and and God uh, put upon the Egyptians is very similar to Laker fans. It's we our hearts have been hardened by the poor results from last year, and I think oftentimes a lot of people think that. You know, because of the recency bias that somehow it's baked into the cake that we're just naturally negative or, or prone to uh, prone to uh, walking on the um, the uh, dark side of the moon. But I, I don't think that's the case at all. I think we're just commenting on what we're seeing and we're just observing, you know, a ba- like a bad product, Gerald. And this year has been up and down. Like we finished 43 and 39. They started out 2 and 10, you know. Let's focus on some of the positives. Post trade deadline, they've been 17 and 7. This group together projects as an above 55 win team. So over an 82 game season. I mean, we're not going to get the same team next year, but if we keep the core guys, I think we're at least a 50 plus win team uh in the regular season next year, Gerald, all things considered. But for the for this year, it was topsy turvy. That's the best way to describe it. It was roller coaster, topsy turvy. You know, Blue Blue observed it early on. He called it uh, a roller coaster of a season, like nothing else he's seen. As a Laker fan, I can I can honestly say that's true. I I can I can co-sign that one. Uh, but hopefully, it it you know they turn a new page by just getting the win on Tuesday and let's just mow on into Memphis. As FL24 likes to say, my friend, on our playback.tv slash Lakers fast break, don't play with your food, man. Don't play with your food. <laughs> We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers fast break podcast. Hey, Lakers fans, looking for the best place to go for up to date news? information original videos articles podcasts opinion pieces and discussions about the los angeles lakers will look no further than lakerholics.com with a legion of followers always there talking about everything lakers and the nba there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run so stop by and be part of the conversation today at lakerholics.com joe again you know the season has been one barn burner of a season to say the least but my friend i've been glad that both you magic man laker tom who god bless him just on twitter today saying they're excellent moves by getting tristan thompson and shaquille harrison uh, <laughs> if you think that's going to help you push you over the top God bless you. That's all I'll say. God bless you. <laughs> but Joe, it's been one hell of a season and I'm hoping it will continue for many weeks to come. But then again, that all depends on the mindset and what we see for the Lakers and their coaching staff going forward. Yeah. I'm not sure what the, the thought process was for getting at least Tristan Thompson who hasn't played all year. Uh, he knows I, the Kardashians. I don't know. <sighs> <laughs> oh, you gotta love Laker Tom. 
That's a, they could sign Sean and you, and he would still go on Twitter to say they'd be great signings. Excellent signings by the team by signing Sean Grice and Joe Soro. <laughs> what a sticking the basketball. I love you. Uh, I love you. Nothing but love for Laker Tom. Happy Easter, my friend. Uh, it, it sounds like this is a, a direct result of Darvinham not wanting to play Bamba. Why yeah, would you get need, into the final seconds? Why why did why did you bring in a big like Tristan Thompson when you have a big who actually has some NBA wind under him this year he's been playing and has size and length and can actually shoot the ball but for some reason you aren't able to either motivate him or put him in a position to succeed because why oh, well, is Mo Bamba that lazy is he that unmotivated uh, isn't the, what did you trade? For, what did you trade him for? Why, why did you trade him? What did you trade him trade for him for then? I don't, I don't, what were you expecting if you hadn't seen enough tape before then? But I, I really don't care uh, at this point. We don't even know if Tristan's going to be playing. He might just be J.R. Smith during the 2020 run. You, when did you see him except the last couple minutes of the finals? So, he might, they might just be guys for practice so that they can, you know, so guys can kind of play off them. I think that's probably what it is. The Lakers, going back to Sean's discussion about some of our fans and what they've been saying about the quote unquote negative side of things, uh, that's an interpretation. Negative is negative. Here's what negative is this is what negative is. Let's say you invite me to go to a, a water park. And I, and and you're thinking, hey, we're going to go to a water park. The weather is 75 degrees. We're going to go have fun. You have kids with you. Negative is me responding to that. Ah, oh, you don't want to go to those things. You might catch salmonella in their food at the food court. You might, uh, uh, you might not slide down correctly and break your leg. That's negative. That's something negative. Something out of nowhere. Like, dude, we're going to a park with slides. Like, what do you mean salmonella? What the hell are you talking about, right? What we're talking about is what we've seen. We're just pointing out what we've seen. My own friend, my friend just texted me while we're on the show. He wrote, I quote you, this is my buddy, okay? This is not me and Sean sitting in the corner wondering what negative things we want to say about the Lakers. He goes, is it me or does it feel like zero energy with the Lakers? He's not doing a show. He's not. He hasn't even been watching all the games. He watched the game tonight, and he already had that assessment. Like, do these guys want to even play? <laughs> like, you know, if you don't play hard when you're not supposed to play hard, are you really going to be conditioned to play hard when you can? Because why? Because you think you could just turn it on. Guys, that doesn't work. It doesn't freaking work. So enough of the excuses, enough, enough of the BS. We're going to find out here in the next week. We're going to find out. And I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I want the Lakers to win. I'd, rather be, I'd rather be wrong and the Lakers win. You wouldn't be doing this show if you didn't want the Lakers to win, but you got to call it as you see it, Joe. Oh, and you got to show up when the team isn't doing well. The reason why this show is growing is because we didn't go back into our hibernating area where a lot of people go when you're losing. You, 
your true character shows when you show up when you don't have to show up. So if we're going to set an example, if we're going to sit here, I know it's minute. I know it's just a show. It's not the NBA. It's not professional sports, but it's a mindset. Okay. If you're not going to show up when it's bad, how am I going to trust you? When it, why am I going to want you around when it's good? You got your, your true character comes out when things are bad. That's who you are. Make it better. So let's see if the Lakers can make it better now. You know, way back when, there was a time when you paid for a ticket for entertainment. And you know what else was offered, Drew? Rotten fruit. Because if the performance was bad, people were given the right as a ticket holder to throw rotten fruit and vegetables at the performers. I mean, this... and. Now you have podcasts for that. So if, if when they get the, when they do well, we give them flowers. And when they don't, we express ourselves. And you've asked us to do that, and that's why we have the audience we have because they come here and they get the unvarnished truth from this panel and from Lakers Fast Break. It's never sugar coated. Go ahead, Joe. And it's important to understand that you know you you're. You respond to those who think they know what they're seeing. When I say I think they know, I say we're not saying things here because we're trying to be shock jocks. I don't want to be uh, a Howard Stern or a Jim Rome. We're, we're not here to be, I know G Gerald's not here to be Colin Coward, because uh, mm -hmm. if he did, he'd have oil all over himself and look at, and have 10 mirrors around him. But <laughs> the thing is, we're, we're, we are trying to bring something right now that is just not really the norm. Why? Because you have a bunch of executives running things and stations that are so just wussified by societal's rules and all these trying to make everybody happy and even where you're not ever really getting what, what matters. And then the second you see someone go off the cuff, they get fired. He ain't firing anybody here. He can't fire anybody here. So we're in a position where we don't have anybody to answer to that has no business answering to us. And we're going to tell you the truth. And we're going to back it up, too. You want us to give you more proof than what we've already told you? Oh, we got it. Uh, we're not going to say something that isn't true. We're watching these games, guys. We're watching. And I'm watching... Players play individually on their own sometimes. That's what you do. If you're going to sit there and complain about a Malik Beasley not making shots, you got to come back with something substantial, not, well, he missed all his open shots. Okay, well, why? Why is he missing all his shots? Well, if you're watching him, he ain't moving. He's just standing there waiting for LeBron to do his thing. Or he's not playing enough defense. He's not creating opportunities for himself. The coach isn't running plays for him. So how is he going to adapt? So you're telling you, you can't sit there and tell me we don't know what the hell we're talking about when we come back with facts. Then at that point, you're just being, you're just being a contrarian. You're just trying to say, oh, well, you know what? I feel like you're wrong. Well, it doesn't matter what you feel. It's what's on the TV that you're watching that matters. What matters is he's not doing his job. Okay. My friend messaged me what we've been talking about. And he doesn't even watch the games like we do. So you tell me why we are 
interpreting things wrong or we're being negative. We're not being negative. Negative is a wrong word. Nothing to do with negative. You'd be out of your mind if you don't think that I want the Lakers to win every game. Okay? And this is not Ramil Robinson and Nick Van Exel and Terry Teagle on the same team trying to win a championship. This is LeBron F and James still dropping 30. This is AD in his prime. Yes, I expect them to show up and to play and to win a championship. You know why? Because they already did. So don't tell me that we're expecting too much. What the hell does that even mean? We're expecting too much? Having arguably the greatest basketball player still dropping 30 a game? And AD, arguably the best big man in the league? I'm not supposed to expect them to win? And be focused? And be available? Come on, man. You got out of your mind. Once again, it's the Lakers. They did win 128-117. to 117. They will be on Tuesday hosting the play-in game as they face off against the eight-seeded Minnesota Timberwolves. If they win, they move on to the first-round matchup against the Grizzlies. If they lose, they host a Friday game, from what Magic Man was telling me, against the winner of Oklahoma City and New Orleans, which, again, Joe and I should dedicate an entire podcast to just laughing for about an hour at New Orleans, Sean, you know, because of the fact that they can't use that pick any longer for a swap in the Anthony Davis trade. And again, we would say all year is how much we enjoy that. Joe and I, especially, we were just how much we enjoy that fact. And the only solace for today's game, as far as the uninspired play, was the fact that, yes, we beat New Orleans in the Western Conference standings. So that at least is a plus to look forward to, Sean. Yeah, Gerald, we're, we're going to have to – Laker fans are, are going to have to come up with some really good memes about, uh, you know, how how how's it going now for uh Didn't for you the say Pelicans. you're going to be kicked off of New Orleans Twitter? I will. At some point tonight, there, uh, my followers will get a – Get a notification that the New Orleans Pelicans have been have blocked uh, Magic Man. Definitely going to happen. I am uh, competitive when it comes to memeing. I um, I don't have file folders or anything, but I'm very skilled. I think I'm as skilled as the uh, the social media team on so on with the New Orleans Pelicans. So we're going to go toe to toe and uh, find out who's get, who's lily livered, who's yellow, and who's ready to go down with the ship. Uh, Gerald, I should say, just off of what happened during the Pelican-Wolves uh, game, technically speaking, according to the rule book, Rudy Gobert should be suspended for one game. Should. He should be. He threw how many reprieves po- did they give Luka Doncic on yes. the technical? Exactly, exactly. But this is a, incumbent upon uh, either somebody in the uh, Pelicans organization or the uh, the rules committee of the NBA because that needs to be uh, looked at. And once it's reviewed, it should be a suspension for Rudy Gobert. He, he, ex- he flexed, he extended his arm. That's technically a punch, and he should not be available for the playing game. Well, once again, the Lakers do win 128 to 117. It's been a bumpy ride, Joe, but we did manage to go through. I mean, you know, for all the complaints we're making right now, again, I want to stress that it is great that we're still end of the season and we're still talking about a postseason for this team because for most of the year, Joe, most of the year, 
it didn't look like it was going to happen. Well, there's, there's every right for us to be critical because it's what's going on. Yeah, these guys, yes, they've improved, but once again, ladies and gentlemen, if the Lakers don't win a championship this year, it's a failure. It's a failure. There, there is nothing else, guys. So we don't put division banners up. We don't put division banners up. We don't even put conference. First of all, if we put conference, even if we put conference finals wins in the banners, we, the Clippers wouldn't even exist. They'd cover up even their fake banners. Even the uh, WNBA banners would, would be covered at that point. Like you, you might as well just leave. (laughs) The Lakers are only a one stop team. That's championship title. Stop. So if the Lakers lose 4-0, should they beat whomever or lose whatever spot they're in at the end of this week? If they lose 4-0 or 4-3, it's still the same. If they lose in the second round, it's the same. They lose in the finals, it's the same. This team was built to win a championship. LeBron James didn't just come to L.A. to be in movies. First of all, he's not an actor. He never will be an actor, okay? Just because LeBron James plays himself in a couple movies doesn't mean he's an actor, even though he was funny in a couple of them, but he's not an actor, okay? He will never be an actor. So he came to L.A. because where where else would the king want to play but other than the main kingdom of the league that wears purple and gold? I knew you were going to do that at some point. Right? It makes sense, right? And he's already won here. Don't forget that, guys. The Lakers put a banner up there, okay, in the last few years. You just got to go look, okay? What else are we going to do here? What? Oh, guys, you did so good after the trade deadline. You, You gave it your best. We're not the damn Minnesota Timberwolves or Memphis Grizzlies. They're the L.A. Lakers. 17 championships. 33 finals appearances, even though I like talking about finals appearances. But, guys, there was a moment where they spent half the freaking existence of the league in the finals. This is the third most popular team on the planet behind Manchester United and Real Madrid. And they're one of the top 10 most valuable organizations on the planet. This is a basketball team, too. This is not a soccer team or a football team. This is freaking a basketball team. So if you factor in that, I mean, you, 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 it's, it's, it's at an, it's at another level. Okay. There are NFL teams that won't sell for 10 billion. Half the, half the NFL teams won't sell for 10 billion. That's how big the Lakers are. So for all of you who are into your feelings and I'm, I'm sensitive to things. I'm, I'm not a, a heartless prick. Well, maybe I am sometimes, but when it comes to something like this, you cannot argue this. There is nothing to argue. This team was built to win a championship. You don't win a championship. You failed. End of story. Once again, the Lakers do win 128 to 117. We've got plenty of things lined up for you this week. We've got Magic Man, Joe. I know John and I, John and I are going to be doing an NBA observations on a playoff preview, but that doesn't stop Magic Man, Joe, me hanging out with them on late nights, snack packs. We got a ton of stuff lined up for you this week. Sean, also as well, Tuesday night, 
we're going to be there playback.tv slash Lakers fast break for the watch party. And then of course, after for the best post game in town, right here at the Lakers fast break, along with the best chat that's out there at the Lakers fast break. So I ask you, Sean, when it comes to what we're going to see on Tuesday, what are you expecting and what are you thinking will happen? You know what, Gerald, I'm thinking that I know that LeBron and AD are going to be prepared. Against Minnesota, I just want to let Relin uh, know that they're playing Minnesota on Tuesday. You're facing a a wounded team. They're wounded uh, mentally, even though they they won today. It it seems like they're like Jaden McDaniel's fractured his hand. That locker room is is a fracture of what it what it was. So. The Lakers need to take care of business. Um, And he was a major defender against LeBron and could also uh, switch on AD. He was. And that it's, it's a huge loss for them um, having him be unavailable. And, you know, you know, I can't add anything else to what uh, Joe said about it. It's, you know, that's, it's immaturity at, at, at point blank. That's all that was just plain immaturity, not controlling your emotions and now you're going to watch your team play the most important game of the year because you decided to be stupid. And you only have yourself to blame for that situation. You know what, Sean and Joe, I'm just going to say this. And that's a great question that was brought up by JY. What's the game plan? And by the way, thank you so much for being part of the Lakers Fast Break. If this is your first time here, please subscribe so you get the latest notifications when we go live on the air. But Joe and Sean, getting you both in on this, I think the game plan, you need to take what you found successful in Minnesota two weeks ago. You need to go ahead and make sure that you have that again in place. That second half against Minnesota was some of the best coaching I have seen from Ham all year, and it's not even close, Joe. We, I mean, we all were laying the flowers and compliments on onto him after that game. Yeah, considering you're in hostile environment, a team that's been kind of whooping you for a while. and But you the needed... matchups, the corrections that he did at yeah. halftime, the way they came out in the third quarter, which they're universally always been bad at this season, everything worked right for them. On that yes, uh, unfortunately, that's the only time we've seen it really at, that, at the apex of that. I'd like to see that the rest of the way. If there's no injuries and in, in, in that kind of effort, that will say a lot about who the Lakers. I think could he be. put Rui on Towns. He switched Rui on Towns, if I'm not mistaken. That really helped out because Towns was so hot in the first half. Was that correct, Joe? Yeah, it was. It was pretty. Uh, it was his best adjustment of the year to where you had a player who was running up and down your throat, and then all of a sudden, I almost forgot he was playing in the third quarter. That's how you know. That's how you know someone is effective and not effective, or or you'll have that. Well, it's great players will do it where great players will have 30 points and you don't even know how the hell they got 30 points. But in that particular game, I didn't even know. First of all, I didn't even know Anthony Edwards was playing for a minute, like all game. Like I was like, is he, did he play? Is he out? Is he like, what's going on? You're talking about two first round picks, first overall picks. And you can, and these guys are talented. This isn't Anthony Bennett. This isn't some guy that shouldn't have been picked at one. These guys were both the best players in their draft and are very capable players, very good players. Uh, Anthony uh, Edwards came out at the gate last year in the finals and 
started showing what he was supposed to be. But for some reason, I don't know if it was the oil and the Popeye's chicken or if it was Gobert's sensitive feelings, something changed uh, beginning of the year and it, they haven't really recovered. They've played and won just because they have talent. But if they had togetherness and good chemistry, they would probably be sitting at a, a where, where Sacramento's sitting. This just like you said, Sean, that the Sacramento Kings turned into what the Minnesota Timberwolves were supposed to do. And the Kings don't even have half the freaking talent of that team. So it goes to show you what happens when you play the right way. But these guys never seem to get it. And then they blame the coach. They're going to fire the coach. At what point are you going to stop firing coaches? I think Atlanta got tired of it. Like, they're getting Quinn Snyder. If something else happens with Quinn Snyder, Trey Young is gone. Okay? He's bye-bye. Like, dude, we just brought you, like, Nate McMillan. I mean, come on. You know, the guy is solid, okay? And you still don't like him. You didn't like the other guy. You didn't like Boone Nose. You didn't like the – who the hell – who else do you want us to get? You want us to resurrect Red Auerbach? Like, what do you want? You know, these guys, it's just it, – Joe Sy, you know, did us a, a favor for a while there where the, you finally had a, a, an owner put his foot down and say, no, I'm not trading anywhere. Sorry. But that didn't last too long because, you know, at some point – the pressure gets to you, and you're like, you know what? Screw it. I'll take less for 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 the for the best shooter in the game, best score in the game at that point, and just to get them off my hair. But and that's how they that's how they know. That's how these agents know they got the leverage. Go ahead, but Joe. but yeah, no, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, that that's true. And you know what, Joe? For Joe Sy being so patient, he fleeced the Phoenix Suns because he got all their best role players and. Now the Nets make make the playoffs along with the Suns. So it's to me, it's Josiah gets the last laugh here because he took all your role players and they still managed to make the playoffs. And uh, just to update everybody on the whole picture here, Gerald, in the Western Conference. So the Kings will play the Warriors. The three play the six. And now it's been locked in. The Suns will play the Clippers. The Clippers are the fifth seed. So the Sun, one or two of the Suns or Clippers are gone. Seven games like that. Two teams that were vying for a championship, possibly. So they find themselves in a in a pretty uh, grudge match here, Gerald, because there's a lot of there's a lot of different um, um, storylines there. But we digress. We go back to the Lakers. Just win on Tuesday. Just win. I, they, they're not going to have McDaniel's. He's their best perimeter defender. We don't even know how engaged Kyle Anderson will be in the game if he even play, if him and Gobert even play. I mean, Kyle Kyle Anderson called Rudy Gobert a b- and Rudy threw a swing at him. So if I got called a b- by one of my teammates, I wouldn't be particularly motivated to hustle. And play my ass off for him. But are the Lakers going to respond, Gerald, with seeing a wounded animal and just stabbing them in the throat? Or are they decide they're just going to eh we'll coast a little bit and then and then, you know, in the fourth quarter we'll turn it on. Well, we've seen how that attitude works. You might end up with uh, a last second shot against Indiana or the Mavs. So don't play any games here and just finish them off. Take that 18-wheeler and just slam it right over that 250-pound Timberwolf. That's what you do. 
you let put them the worry throttle about, down. And let them worry about what they need to do to try and get in the playoffs. But yes, finish the job on Tuesday. But Joe, uh, I want to reiterate this again because it's a part of the chat here. <laughs> the additions this morning of Shaquille Harrison and also as well <laughs> Tristan Thompson. Do you expect anything from either of those two guys? I've been talking to Fried, and Fried thinks he should uh, Tristan Thompson immediately after not playing the entire season and looking washed the last three to four seasons. She should play ahead of Gabriel, who I've not been exactly thrilled about either, and Bamba, which tells you how low we're going. This tells you the expectations on how they're going. Shaq, Shaq is Harrison, Shaquille Harrison's not going to play for the Lakers very much, if at all. But with Tristan Thompson, come on. You, you're really, really pulling at the bottom of the barrel on that one. Oh, yeah. I think these are just bodies for the for practice. I don't see them being uh, any uh, any assets to the to the – I don't see any assets in the playoffs. If Tristan Thompson comes in a meaningful minute, Joe, I think that's asking for trouble. I agree. I, it's going to – it's it's the J.R. Smith acquisition in 2020, there's – Maybe some kind of uh, continuity with LeBron or uh, somebody there to, that, again, can bang into practice and maybe give them a little bit of locker room leadership, you know, because that's what everybody loves, locker room leadership. How about get some leadership from your main guys that play and your coach? That should be enough. But I don't see uh, those guys being uh, anything in terms of playing effective. It's 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 an interesting again. It's an interesting 2023 season. I believe this is the first uh, season since 20, since 2001 in terms of parity uh, on a non-strike, non-COVID, non you know, uh, sorry, not strike, lockout, non-adjusting to COVID season. This is the first season since 2001 where the best team didn't win 60 games or there's no 60 game winners. Uh, in 2001, the San Antonio Spurs had 58 wins. They were the number one team that year. And you all saw what happened to them in the Western Conference Finals when they met the Lakers. So we are looking at something and I'm, I'm bringing that up because I, I, I've said this a few times. That team, the 0-1 team especially, was one of those teams that turned it off and then really turned it on. So does that is that a precursor? Will history repeat itself? We're going to have to wait and see. We're going to have to wait and see indeed. But once again, it's 128 to 117. John McKinley and I will be on for sure tomorrow for NBA observations. Sean, Joe, I'm sure they've got something lined up as well. Uh, you know, they've got to be more snack packs on the way. We're going to be doing a whole bunch of stuff at you this week. I know that Joe is just... Chomping at the bit to share more playoff thoughts, playing thoughts. But don't forget, we're going to be here Tuesday night after the game, but also as well during the game with playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. But also as well, please be a part of our post-game coverage and the best chat room that's out there for the Lakers right here at the Lakers Fast Break. But Sean and Joe, I'm going to leave the last thoughts with you. Sean, any last thoughts, my friend, on the way out? Well, you know what, Gerald? We we started out stumbling out of the gate to two and ten, and somehow we were stumbling out of the regular season with a couple of wins here. I just really hope that they they show up with their best effort of the season on Tuesday, Gerald, so they can 
follow that up with their best effort on Sunday in Memphis. Richard's asking if you're increasing just on special occasions this week or next week for the playoffs for a show, extra shows of Magic Man in the morning. That's I leave that always up to you. But if not, I know some snack packs may be available. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think we'll have a couple of snack packs this week. And uh, I would really love to turn Magic Man into, uh, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday regularity. I know that uh, Gerald's received feedback from our audience and they want to see more of it. So well, we're in the midst of a change here. I've ju- I quit my job a couple weeks ago and I I just recently got a new job. So we're working for this week, Gerald. Yeah, just great to have you guys here. Joe, any last thoughts on the way out? Boy, everybody wants to have their own show here. Congratulations, everyone. I hope you do well, it I just well. want to make sure we got content coming out to our to our audience. That's good. Enjoy your shows. I uh, hope you all prosper and build the Laker Fast Break brand. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, if you've been on playback, you'd probably see a little bit of what's going on. But we're working on some branding items, and one will be the logo. You will be seeing the new logo very soon and you will be seeing gear made of the logo so if you guys thought we were going away because the lakers played like schleppers you have been sadly mistaken we're going to be here for a very long time and uh for those of you who keep jumping on the bandwagon jumping off be careful next time you jump try to jump back on you might miss well we're still glad whether you're jumping on or jumping off I'm glad to have you here. Unlike Joe, you know, we, we just want you subscribing and watching to us whenever you can. So please subscribe today. Get the latest notifications when we go live on the air. Whether it's Joe and the Nighthawks returning, can you never know when that may happen. I've put out a feeler to my ex-host, Curtis Bryant. He's a policeman now. So if he's not out shooting bad guys, maybe I can bring him on and revive the Nighthawks. That would be awesome. Problem is, that. he's a Phoenix Suns fan, so that's okay. Absolutely, uh, we would have to. My 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 hope was if we had beaten the damn Clippers, we would have had that that matchup, and we would have had the Nighthawks be a little bit more entertaining with the fact that. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. Good, good, good. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. It would have been a real nice opening to what could be. Well, I'll tell you what, though, Fried, no, I didn't catch that movie, although I do know exactly what you're talking about. Sean, great to have you here, my friend. Hopefully more good stuff for both you and Joe and then also all of us together. Looking forward to that as well. It's going to be a very interesting week for the Lakers. It starts on Tuesday for them. Tuesday night, 7 o'clock against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Whoever's going to show up for the Timberwolves, we don't know yet 100%. I have a feeling Rudy Gobert is going to be there. Sending him home is just for the day. Clear your head. Going to go ahead. Now that you have no Jaden McDaniels there, he's going to be there. So I don't think there's going to be any doubt on that. But we'll find out for sure. Go ahead and be a part of our coverage. We'll have snack packs. We'll have NBA observations. We'll have a whole ton of stuff we're going to throw at you over the next few days. But looking forward to reaching out to every one of you with some great thoughts. Again, you know, sorry, Joe, but wanted to wish everyone a happy Easter, happy Ramadan, happy Passover, whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate. That's okay. We just hope you've had a great weekend. Want to thank you so much for supporting us and look forward to a lot of the content this week. The Lakers did win 120-117. They're headed for the play-in this up and down season, this roller coaster season. 
keeps on going. Will it finally go up all the way to a championship? We'll find out very soon, hopefully, right here at the Lakers.